0: Welcome to the first ever STEM Network Podcast. Today we'll be talking about the Stanford STEM Festival with Dr. Carrie Chiapetto of the Stanford Public Schools. Hi Carrie, I'm really happy to have you as my very first podcast guest.
1: Thank you. I'm very honored <laughs> to be your first guest.
0: Full disclosure, Carrie and I have worked together for many years in Stanford <laughs> and have had many fun adventures together. But yeah, the conversation today is about the STEM festival. So just Tell us a little bit about where the idea for a STEM Fest came from.
1: Uh, The idea actually came from Ireland's Maths Week that they have. Um, They hold every October and it's a series of uh, math events that happen in different locations, such as parks, schools, uh, nursing homes, hospitals, just a way to get people interested in math. And it's a week-long activity. So um, I had the opportunity to visit that. And after experiencing that, came back and thought of an idea of doing something similar here in Stanford related to STEM.
0: Great. Um, you know, I know that a lot of people that are tuning in or listening to this podcast are probably wondering what they can do to replicate this activity. Um, I mean, what, what does a STEM Fest look like and feel like on the day that it's occurring?
1: So the STEM Fest in Stanford is um, a free event open to anybody, people of all ages, and it's in a park downtown. There are more than 100 tables set up where people can walk through the park experiencing different hands-on STEM activities that are interactive. And it's a way to get people to understand what STEM is, to be excited about it, to understand that it's something that's an integral part of their life. And we also talk about career and college opportunities for students. Um, We have it from 10 to 4 p.m. in Mill River Park, which is downtown Stanford. And it's really just um, a fun day to get outside and experience all different activities.
0: Wow. I mean, well, if I go to a STEM festival, give me an example of one or two things I might experience. I mean,
1: um, well, we could talk a little bit about the activity that you do.
0: <laughs> I was <laughs> um, really baiting you. <laughs>
1: um, so, uh, you know, what what you do is you dr- actually dress up as a pirate. Arr. And uh, and um, students have to figure out how to make a boat out of aluminum foil that would float and hold as many pennies as possible. So just that's like a little engineering activity that, that students could do. Um, they also talk to different people in the business world who use... Uh, STEM in their everyday life, so we've had people from GE. We've had informal science uh, groups come, such as Soundwaters, that are based in Stanford. Uh, We have people from higher ed, so the University of Bridgeport, uh, Central Connecticut State University, Norwalk Community College, who come and do activities, um, and as a way to get students excited about the possibilities.
0: Well, I mean, you know, with a hundred or so more people doing STEM activities in a park, what are some of the challenges of doing that? I mean, obviously, you know, and I'm laughing as I'm asking the questions, I'm aware of them, but but why don't you tell us some of the things we've faced um, as we tried to pull these off over the last couple of years? Well,
1: one of the things I mentioned is it's a free day. So um, one of the challenges is getting people to come for an entire day. So it's 10 to 4 a.m. and donate a Saturday or a Sunday um, doing these activities. They also uh, donate all of their materials. So We have a very small budget, and the budget really pays for the tables and the chairs um, and uh, having security there. But really, people are donating their time. So um, one of the challenges has been reaching out to different people uh, to represent the different populations here in Stanford to get people to donate their time. But what we found is that it's a, it's a real community event. You do have a lot of people that are willing to you know volunteer their time and their materials to come do this.
0: Great, great. All right, let's say you've um, I'm sold. I'm listening and I'm sold, <laughs> and I'm in some town in central Ohio, and I want to have a STEM fest. Um, where can I get access to maybe some materials or some ideas related to what you've done? Is there some way I can... Tap into
1: that? Yeah, we, we have a website. It's www.stemfest.us. So on there are some pictures and some ideas about um, what we've been doing. You also can follow us on Facebook. So it's Stanford STEM Fest on Facebook. And you can follow us on Twitter, which is at um, CT Great.
0: Now, one last question before we go. The... STEM Festival is what it is right now, but where, if you were to think out like what you dream it could be, mm-hmm. um, what would you add to this event? Uh, what, how would you change it moving forward?
1: So we actually started STEM Fest relatively small by having it be one day. Um, the last couple years, it's been the culminating activity of a STEM week. Um, if the idea that, or the ideal would be to actually have different STEM fests around the country happening on the same day. So um, people didn't have to travel a couple hours to come to our STEM fest. There would be one right in their own neighborhood or closer to them. Right.
0: Well, thank you very much once again to Dr. Carrie Cheapada for spending time with us today at the STEM Network podcast. Thanks, Carrie.